When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another episode of Morgan's Pop Talks, breaking down the latest in reality TV and pop culture. My angel bears, we're back from a glorious Thanksgiving weekend. I just loved every second of it. I don't know about you, but I have been sluggish. Like, I don't know if I'm turkey hungover or what, but like, I just can't get with it. I've been so tired all week. I feel like I can't catch up. I feel like I don't like have any will to live. No, (laughs) just kidding. It's not that extreme, but like, like oh, coming up with content and doing all that and talking to people. I'm just like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But here we are. I want to talk to you. Let me tell you, I'm being obnoxious right now on um, the Instagram because we know Spotify Wrapped has come out now. And if you ever tag me in the Spotify Wrapped, like you're my favorite person now, forever, forever. You are on the top tier of MPT listeners. You are my closest sisters. You are my favorite sisters. So I know it's a little bit obnoxious because I get annoyed when I see other people do it. I'm like, oh, who cares? You know, who cares about the podcasts that you listen to? But if it's mine, tag me all day every day. I'm working to be less judgmental, but like I said, I'm just a little bit irritable this week for whatever reason. So if I'm on your wrapped, tag me or at least send me a picture of it so that I know that you actually do love me. Okay. A big week. This has been my problem too, as of late is that, you know, when bat when the bachelor franchise was earlier in the week i feel like everything was really spaced out but now everything happens like the later half of the week of course if you're listening to this on thursday we have the golden bachelor finale tonight we have southern charm tonight we had the real housewives of beverly hills last night where we know kyle richards is going to introduce morgan wade but obviously i haven't seen it yet to talk about it so extra pop is going to jump off on Friday. So you're going to want to be there. Uh, You can subscribe in the show notes below, but let's get into the pop three. These are the biggest stories from your Thanksgiving week. Dave Portnoy and Raquel Levis was not something that any of us had on the radar. And this story is wild. And you know, I love a conspiracy, but this even is a little far-fetched for me. But basically what happened is people thought that Dave Portnoy was seeing Raquel Levis um, because they were both spotted in like the same small town in Illinois around the same time. And this comes like right before Dave's now ex-girlfriend was hinting at a split on her social media. So let me just set this scene for you and then we'll get into 
what happened. So page six confirmed that both Dave Portnoy and Raquel Levis were in Cary, Illinois on the same morning. Raquel stopped at a place called Conscious Cup Coffee Cary, where she took selfies with fans. Um, and then Dave was at Uncle Jerry's Pizza Company doing a pizza review, right? So a small town, I mean, a population of less than 18,000. Um, and, you know, the locals would say there's no way that these two celebrities would ever come here, let alone on the same day. So why are they both here on the same day? Well, then Dave Portnoy popped off and said, I can confirm I've never met that trash bag in my life. And it's wildly insulting to even be mentioned in the same sentence as her. Um, adding that he went to review Uncle Jerry's Pizza Company, which was spectacular, by the way, got an 8.3. Um, people are mad about her or him calling her a trash bag. It's like totally rude, but it's Dave Portnoy. So it is what it is. Long story short, people thought that since Dave Portnoy and Raquel Levis were in the same small town of Cary, Illinois on the same day, they had to be there together. Even though they weren't seen together, they were seen separately. They had to be sneaking around. They had to be seeing each other. And like I said, since then, Dave and his girlfriend of two years have split. So immediately everybody was like, He's cheating with Raquel, you know, and it's like we have to check ourselves in this moment. This is nuts. This is nuts that just because two celebrities are in the same city on the same day, it becomes a Scandal 2.0. Scandal has rotted our brains, you guys. It's where we are. It's where we are here in life. We automatically believe that the most salacious thing possible is going on because there's no other logical explanation that Dave Portnoy and Raquel Levis would be in Cary, Illinois on the same day unless we were getting ready to have a new scandal to be obsessed over. Um, I mean, if they were seeing each other, they're definitely not seeing each other now. Would you publicly go out with somebody who called you a trash bag? Probably not. I mean, it's mean. Like, it's a little bit below the bet, but it's belt, but it's Dave Portnoy, so... What do you expect? Me personally, I would expect him to say that. I'm not looking at Dave Portnoy thinking he is the like pinnacle of what a gentleman should be. You know, but it's just, wow, we got to take a couple deep breaths. That and do you think, do you honestly think that Raquel would get herself into another situation like that? Like surely we would hope to God that she would have learned something from going through the scandal that would not lead her back on this path. So we're going to leave it there. It was a wild rumor, crazy story. I fully believe that they have nothing to do with each other. Number two in this week's pop three, Jen Shaw and Elizabeth Holmes are doing workout classes in prison together. So just to set the scene for you, Jen Shaw, formerly of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and Elizabeth Holmes, who was a... Uh, a fraud. I mean, she was a former biotechnology entrepreneur. She was convicted of fraud in her connection to this blood testing company called Theranos, in case you've never heard of it. Um, and 
they're in the same prison in Texas. They're in a federal prison camp in Bryan, Texas. Jen, we know, is serving six and a half years for her part in this big telemarketing scheme. Elizabeth has an 11-year, three-month sentence for her role in wire fraud at the now-defunct company. So Jen reportedly finding a way to pass the time. She's starting a workout class. It's called Shaw Amazing Abs. And Elizabeth Holmes is attending. So Jen Shaw's publicist, his name is Chris Giovann, admitted that Jen calls her workout class Shaw Amazing Abs and that Holmes attended the sessions along with other inmates. My first question is, who still has a publicist when they're in the slammer for six years? For a telemarketing scheme for money. Like you, you have a, you have enough money to pay a publicist while you're in jail for six years to write stories about your Shaw amazing abs class. That is wild to me. Second of all, would you expect this class to be named anything other than Shaw amazing abs? It's like, you can take Jen Shaw out of Utah but it's like, even when she's in the slammer, she's going to be Jen Shaw. She's going to be Shaw amazing. I mean, it depends who you ask, but um, she's also apparently giving out makeup tips uh, with items that inmates can buy inside the prison. Publicist says she's helped a few ladies. She gives a little advice. So she's having a glam squad session in federal prison. She's having workout class. She's the it girl in prison, it seems like. And you know, Elizabeth Holmes, who, if you've watched, if you've watched, I don't, is it a documentary? I think it was like a scripted show with Amanda uh, Seafried playing her. Like, you know, she's she's a plain Jane. She wears the black turtleneck. She wears the red lipstick. Hair's always up. So maybe Jen Shaw is like getting Elizabeth Holmes to let her hair down a little bit. Now, today's podcast sponsor is OneSkin, and if you have sensitive skin, listen up. We got to talk about their scientifically proven topical supplements. Free from over 1,500 chemicals and preservatives that can make skin red and itchy and irritated, all the stuff we hate, their products are safe for sensitive skin. It's just one of the reasons they've earned the Skin Safe seal of approval. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Not only that, they're the first and only skin longevity company to target cellular senescence, a key hallmark of aging. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Say no more. Get started today with 15% off using code POPTALKS at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code POPTALKS. After your purchase, they're going to ask where you heard about them. Please support the show. Support your girl. Tell them I sent you because we give credit where credit is due here at MPT. Number three this week, um, there's some drama going on right now with Nate and Michelle Bachelor Nation, formerly engaged since then, obviously have had a rough breakup. Well, Nate is saying that Michelle lied about the money from ABC. The one and only time that ABC has cut a check for $200,000, it was given to Nate and Michelle, in my opinion, to um, persuade them 
to stay together uh, because at that point in Bachelor Nation, every relationship was failing and people were really getting tired of watching these shows only for them to break up six months later. I mean, obviously it's a tale as old as time. And it happened to Nate and Michelle not long after, but Nate went on Bachelor Rush Hour with Dave Neal, our, our dear friend. You should subscribe to his podcast and his YouTube channel. And he was talking about that $20,000 that was given to them on after the final rose. Um, it was for a down payment on their house for them to move in together. ABC was like really wanting to make this work. I mean, $200,000 for a down payment on a house. I mean, and they obviously never ended up moving into a house together. So people were wondering what happened with that money. According to Nate, they didn't get any of it, um, which is a stark contrast to what Michelle said. So Michelle, uh, a while back, went on Jared and or not Jared, uh, Ben and Ashley Eyes podcast and um, said that she donated her half of the down payment. Um, to charities. She said, let's see, it says Michelle claimed during the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast that at the time she had been crying on the phone with one of the producers asking whether she can give the money to somebody else. Nate said in response to that to Dave, I always thought that was hilarious. We signed a contract of how that money gets sent out. There was only one way we get the money, and that is if we put a down payment. No ifs, ands, or buts. He says, if you break up or if you don't use the money within the first year, neither one of us gets the money. He's saying that that was a contract that they signed. He also said, I just knew it wasn't going to last, talking about his relationship with Michelle. You can't be upset about money that's never touched your pocket, that money never touched our pocket, and that what Young said she did with that money is complete garbage. So like, wow. I will say uh, there's a lot to unpack here because Nate in this moment gave me the ick. I'm not going to beat her on the bush about that. I also believe some of the things he said, um, and I'm also surprised by some of the things that he said. I'll first start with what I'm surprised about. Um, he says, I just knew it wasn't going to last. Uh, uh, here for the wrong reasons. You know, like, how does that work? Especially because they didn't break up right away. I mean, they stay together for a little bit of time. And to, you know, sit at after the final rose, accept a check for $200,000, stay together for what, in my opinion, probably would be for clout. Um, like I said, gives me the ick. Um, just his demeanor in this also gave me the ick. Like, I don't know. You just have to go watch it for yourself. It's like, oh, did he have to say it like that? Now, on the flip side, I believe him. You know, I believe that they did not get that money. There's no way that ABC is just going to shell over $200,000 to Nate and Michelle, you know, for no other good reasons beside the fact that they really want one relationship to work. They would definitely be more... um conscious of how that would play out. I mean, even the Neil Lane ring, if you don't get married, it's like what you get to keep it. If you're engaged for over two years, you get to keep it. If not, you have to return it. I would assume that it was a similar deal um, to that. So even though it gave me the egg, I do believe what he had to say about that. Today's sponsor is Factor Meals. Finally starting to get warmer. You want to spend your time outside and not in the kitchen. With Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Visit factormeals.com slash poptalks50 and use code poptalks50 
to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factors fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you will always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. You can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash PopTalks50 and use code PopTalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code PopTalks50 at Factormeals.com slash PopTalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. All right, let's move on to our deep dive. Every single week on my Instagram, I open up the deep dive submissions to you. What is it that you want to know more about? This week, our deep dive comes from Anna. Hey, Morgan, this is Anna from Cookville, Tennessee. My deep dive submission is for Harry Jousey and Riley Arnold. Are they together? I feel like they just have two different values in life. So I just need to know. And as always, thank you for sharing reality TV love with me. I just can never get enough content and your page helps fulfill my love of knowing everything that's going on. Thanks so much. Love you like a sis. Anna, love you like a sis. Thank you for submitting your deep dive question. Everyone is talking about Harry Jowsey and Riley Arnold. What is going on with them? Obviously, we know Harry Jowsey, reality TV star. He was on Too Hot to Handle. Uh, Riley Arnold, professional dancer. Um, she is a younger sister of Lindsay Arnold, who is also a Dancing with the Stars pro. This was Riley's first season on Dancing with the Stars. I do believe that she did like the juniors version of it for a while. Um, but you know, she's 18. So it's like, here comes Riley Arnold, right? 18 years old, blue eyes, blonde hair, first season. And they set her up with Harry Jowsey of all people, you know, like young reality TV heartthrob. He's very charismatic. He's very charming. It's like, in my opinion, they put these two together knowing there was going to be romance rumors. Um, I'll get into why I think that in a little bit, but let's just start from the beginning. So they were paired up together and pretty early on into the season of Dancing with the Stars, people automatically assumed that they liked each other. Um, you know, they were out in public holding hands. They were posting TikToks together. Um, people really wanted them to be together. And we've been questioning the whole time, like, are they? Aren't they? They're very flirty. They're very touchy. But, like, they'll never come right out and say it. Um there was a particular dance most recently right before they got eliminated where everyone was trying to figure out if they kiss or not. You know, they're like holding each other and swaying to this romantic music and he spins her around and she like grazes. She does like a little swipe and a little graze, a little romantic graze. And people are like, oh my God, did they kiss? I don't think that they kissed. And trust me, like it's kind of embarrassing how many times I've watched that video and really like pinched and zoomed into the face to see if they touched lips. But I don't think that they did. Um, but they get kicked off the show, right? And then this is where things start to get even more intense for me because, you know, it's not uncommon for dance partners and their reality stars or whoever they're coupled up with on the show, everybody gets these romance rumors, right? So like, that's not the weird part to me. The weird part is what has happened since they've been eliminated from the show. Harry 
post this video. I saw it on his Snapchat. I don't know if it's on like TikTok or anything, which it's like, who do we still use Snapchat? I've been trying to figure this out for the last couple of weeks because it, it drives me crazy. Like I get these notifications. So-and-so posted to their Snapchat story. I don't care. Why do you think I care? Enough to get a notification on my phone. I'm over it. And it's like, you have to remind yourself that there are still people out there that actually communicate through Snapchat. Like to me, Harry Jousey is a Snapchat communicator, which I'm not about it. I'm not about it. If they're Snapchatting you instead of texting you, run the other way. Run the other way. You know who else did it? Tristan Thompson. You know who he did it to? Marley Nichols, who he ended up having a child with. Okay. I'm off the Snapchat train. That was a that was a big tangent. Anyways, so he posts this on Snapchat video of him giving Riley Arnold a $15,000 bracelet to say thank you. Thank you for teaching me the jive. Thank you for teaching me the Viennese waltz. Here is a $15,000 bracelet. Who gives a $15,000 thank you gift if you're not romantically involved is my first question. I'm already leading you into what I think about the situation. But then she does, Riley does a get ready with me on Thanksgiving where she's wearing the bracelet that Harry got her. And she says, you guys, I can't believe you got it for me. It's literally, I think it's the most beautiful bracelet I've ever seen. I'm the luckiest girl in the world. She says, I'm, I'm coming back to that quote. Then we find out that Harry spends Thanksgiving with Riley and her family. And not just her family, like her extended family. There's videos of him holding babies. He's holding babies at the family Thanksgiving at the Arnold's on the beach in California. So she said on the Lightweights podcast, Harry didn't have any plans for Thanksgiving. My family always goes all out for Thanksgiving the dinner, the game. So I was like, Harry's got to join. He's got to have a Thanksgiving this year. So he came along. She says, he came to my family's Thanksgiving. They came down to California to do Thanksgiving here so I could be there. And he joined. And it was really fun. He had a good time, I think. And all my nieces and nephew love him. So it was really cute. Gleb, another Dancing with the Stars pro, is also adding fuel to the fire that Harry Jowsey and Riley Arnold are more than friends. During Tuesday's episode of Dancing with the Stars, some viewers noticed that Gleb in the background was standing there with Riley as um, Pasha and Ariana are getting their store, their scores. And Gleb lifts up Riley's hand to show the world that Riley Arnold is wearing the $15,000 bracelet that Harry Jowsey gave him. Now, I'll tell you, I have no idea if Riley Arnold and Harry Jowsey are dating each other. But here are my observations. When you use phrases like, I'm the luckiest girl in the world, referencing a gift a guy got you, I think you're into him. When you invite him over for Thanksgiving with your entire family and you pose for a picture of him standing straight, you leaning in with your hand on his chest, prom pick on the beaches of California while the sun is setting behind you, I'm going to assume that you are into him. The hand on the chest, you don't do that with just your friends. If others around you who know you and know Harry, like, I don't know, another Dancing with the Stars pro, like Gleb, is adding fuel to the fire by raising your $15,000 bracelet up for the world to see on national television, and you're acting shy and you're shaking your head, like, I'm going to assume that you are into him. 
So I don't know if they're officially dating. I don't know if they've had the DTR, but they definitely have something going on because if not, all of this would have ended after they've been eliminated. Look at Mauricio and Emma who also were in the middle of these romance rumors. You don't see Mauricio giving Emma a $15,000 bracelet. You don't see Mauricio and Emma doing the prom pick on Thanksgiving Day, do you? No, you sure don't. And you know, like I said, the rumor craze with the stars and they're dancing with the stars partner. It's nothing new. I mean, I think back to Hannah Brown and Alan who were coupled up together. I mean, they never were romantic at all, but people really wanted them to be right. Like Hannah had just gotten heartbroken by Jed on national television. And then she goes on dancing with the stars with hot Alan. And they're like, Oh, we want them to be together. So bad. You have Nikki Bella and Artem who were coupled up and they're now married. Like I said, Mauricio and Emma, it adds a layer of drama that people are invested in and oftentimes can lead to getting more votes and staying on the show. So it's like, I think at first it was it maybe was a little bit of strategy. Like, sure, they're flirting with each other. They're both gorgeous. They're both cute. You know, they're in this environment where you're spending a lot of time together. You're like rubbing up on each other 24-7. Everything is very romantic. And you're flailing your arms and you're touching noses like Eskimo kisses, you know, in the middle of your dance routine. You're going to feel some type of way about that, especially if you're both single. Um, but for that to continue after the show, I think, is what is most telling um, to me. Like I said, you don't see Mauricio and Emma having Thanksgiving dinner together. Um, if I'm being completely honest with you, I I don't know that I like them together. And that's just me being 100% real with you. Um, I don't know. And this could be bad because I don't know these people. Like, let's just be 100% honest. But I view Riley as like this baby angel, you know, that I don't want anyone to hurt. And I see Harry Jowsey as like the bad boy. That's kind of the vibe that I pick up. But who knows? I could be wrong. Um, but like I said, if they've had to define the relationship talk, I don't know. But I think they've kissed. Come on. They've kissed. They've kissed. I mean, my, my like engagement ring didn't even cost $15,000 and that's a flex. I would, oh my God, I would never want David to spend that kind of money on an engagement ring. Are you kidding me? Anyways, that's what I think about that. You know, as more information comes out, maybe we'll get a confirmation. Maybe we won't. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, Hey, well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Let's move on to um, Special Forces, the finale. I got to say, I was in and out of Special Forces all season, but the re uh, the finale really lived up to the hype, especially because we have a lot of our reality TV faves. Well, faves. I shouldn't say. We still have a lot of our, I was going to say faves again, a lot of people we know from reality TV on the show. Coming into the season finale, we had um, Tom Sandoval, Tyler Cameron, Nick Vial, JoJo Siwa, and Aaron Jackson. 
they're getting ready to go through this 24 hour challenge where they have to in endure like military grade interrogation, right? Without cracking under the pressure. So they get interrogated then they're in this cold room with like these dark bags over their head and like freezing temperatures. Tom Sandoval is like like this whole time because he's trying to convince people that he has hypothermia. So let's start with Tom. Sandoval, you know, he barely makes it through the first stage of the interrogation and he is sent back to the cell and he's holding on. And like I said, he's like shivering for so long that they send a medic out to him because they think he might have hypothermia. They bring him in. He gets, you know, checked out by the meta, the, the medical team. And they're like, oh, we think he's, we think he's acting to get medically to have like, what's the word? Like the medical leave or something like that, where he wouldn't have to quit, but he'd be like, oh, you're so cold that you have to leave the show, but they weren't buying it. And they were like, he's been over dramatic the entire time. Which is just like, <laughs> oh, they were asking him about his white fingernails in the interrogation. And he's like, he literally was mumbling. You couldn't even understand what he was saying. He's like, this is kind of my thing. And the, the guy was like, you're what? And he was like, this is kind of my thing. You're what, sir? <laughs> Can you speak up? And you know, Tom did say like, we haven't slept. We haven't eaten. We're freezing. So I would be irritable too. I'd be like, don't ask me about my fingernails unless you want me to like claw them into your face. But it's just funny. I don't know. It's just funny. Him talking about his white fingernails, everyone calling him overdramatic. And then they sent him home with like eight hours left because he didn't pass the final stage of interrogations. Jojo was super friendly with the interrogator. I mean, she's Jojo Siwa, just bubbly, can make friends with anybody. Um, but with four hours left, she leaves. And I'm like, you have four hours left and you choose to leave. And she's like, she's like saying out loud, I could do it if I wanted to, but I don't. I've learned my lesson. I know my experience. You know, I want to do what's best for myself. I want to leave. I want to focus on my personal relationship. Stop. You have four hours left. And she's like, I could stay if I wanted to, but I just don't want to. What made you want to stay until now? And then bail four hours before you're done. I don't buy it. I think she was done with it. I think she was cracking and she didn't want to admit that either. Just like Tom Sandoval. Erin Jackson. So she makes the mistake. She pushes interrogators hands away and then they attempt to like throw water on her, which um, makes them even more agitated. And, you know, they're trying to teach her a lesson. They bring her outside and they threaten her with like an ice bath. She has a fear of water. So they're trying to trigger, you know, that emotional response for you. And then she like gives up the cover story. I thought that you like, I thought the episode was good, but at the same time, I'm like, they have to be acting like, because they know they're not really in imminent danger and doom. Right. And they're like, oh, I got to keep up the, the cover story because the bad guys are coming. There's no bad guys coming. Like you're going to get your head dunked in an ice bath. That's pretty much it. But anyways, she had to come clean and tell the interrogators that she was with the special forces. Um, but it's not a failure in the eyes of the staff who say it's more important to know when to ditch the cover story to save everybody's lives. Tyler Cameron gave me the ick. Also, what's up with the Bachelor guys giving me the ick in this episode of MPT? So he's in there with the interrogator and he's like flirting up a storm with her. And it's gross. It's really gross. She's like, 
she's like, what are you here for? Whatever. Or she's like, are you cold? And he's like, yeah, my lips are chapped. I can, I can give you some of my chapstick if you want to share chapstick. I'm like, ew, quit being weird. It's weird. And the, 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 uh, guys, I don't, (laughs) I don't know what their official names are, but the people that are eliminating people are like, Oh, look at this guy. Like he's acting like a frat boy. And it was just, it's just not it. Nick, whatever. They're all fine. So at the end of the day, Nick, Tyler, and Aaron all pass. They've all completed. They're all worthy of standing among the special forces. But what everybody's talking about is how on earth are all of these bachelor contestants the ones to make it to the end of special forces? You have these NFL all-stars. You have you know, Olympians. You have all these things. And then you have the bachelor contestants making it to the end. I mean, last season, Hannah Brown completed it. It was only her and Carly Lloyd. They were the only two to complete it. And now we have Nick Vial, Tyler Cameron, and an Olympian, Aaron Jackson. So Nick said that he thinks they're primed for like the psychological aspect of it. Um, because in his opinion, his time on the Bachelor franchise is like you're alone on an island and you're internalizing a lot of things and you don't have anybody that you can trust. And it's like psychological warfare. So maybe that's true. I mean, because they could do it. Um, but I also think you have to have a certain personality type um, to be memorable on the Bachelor franchise. And some of that has to do with your ego, you know, and they want to prove on the Bachelor franchise that they are desirable enough, right, to either be the Bachelorette or to be chosen by the Bachelorette or any of those things. And then they want to prove on special forces that they are tough enough. You know, none of these people like to lose. None of these people like to be rejected. So I think you know, also you have to prove yourself more as a reality star because you're not an athlete, because you're not supposed to be good at the physical challenges. You're really not even supposed to be good at the mental challenges. Like you're a reality star, you know, but props to them for completing it. I would never, never in a million years go on that show, but I will happily or uh, happily watch it and recap it on MPT. Okay. Like I said, Make sure you are subscribed to Extra Pop because I feel like the next couple of days we're just going to be bursting with things to talk about. Kyle Richards and Morgan Wade, The Golden Bachelor, Southern Charm. It's all going to go off. So it's uh, Patreon. Just search Morgan's Pop Talks. We do have two tiers. If you only want Bachelor content, it's Pop of Batch, not Pop of Batch, Pop of Batch. (laughs) That's $3. Extra Pop is $5 a month. It's lovely. If not... It's all good. Leave me a review and we'll be on the same page. A little love you like a sis, a little five-star rating. If you don't want to do that, why are you here? Okay? Stay, because I love you. We'll see you next week. As always, love you like a sis. Bye. A Huda Media Production.